Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. The Porsche Carrera Cup North America on IMSA Radio. The Porsche Carrera Cup North America presented by VisitCaymanIsland.com is reaching the end of its 2022 season. There are just four races to go. Two of them this weekend as part of the 2022 Porsche Sports Car Together Festival at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. The three championships are finely poised. In pro, Kai van Berlo had a tough weekend at Road America, only netting 14 points. That's narrowed the class battle for the Al Holbert Cup. Parker Thompson collected 50 points at the same time that the Dutchman struggled. Now only 16 points separate the top two. With three wins in the last four races, Trenton Estep, the first US driver to win a round of the Porsche Carrera Cup North America, has closed the gap on the top two. Just 16 points further back behind Thompson and 32 away from the lead. Riley Dickinson is in fourth, TJ Fisher into the top five, but a little further back on just 92 points. In pro-arm, Alan Metney retains the class lead with 27 points advantage over the 2021 class champion, Efren Castro. But it's Marco Cironi who has leapt into contention with two Road America victories supporting an earlier season win at Laguna Sega. The Canadian now 59 points away from the lead. Kurt Swearing and moved at one point, uh, one position at Road America. He sits on 132, with Matt Holcomb in the Mystery Machine number machine car also in the top five. The AM category has been where most changes have taken place over the last rounds. Mark Kawami controlled the early season, but missing Toronto pushed him out of the top spot. Bill Smith's two wins there moved him into the lead going into Road America. He have hurt his foot at home, missed Road America. Coming back to form at Road America, Kwame takes back the top spot in second place. Finish by John Getz, moved him into second, entering this weekend. All three are here this weekend. It's Grady Willingham, by the way, uh, sitting in fourth place. And in the Entrance Cup, Kelly Moss is ahead on 255 points. JDX, some 17 points further back. MDK Motorsports, 30 points further behind. Hello, everybody, and welcome along. It's John Hindorf here in the... Global broadcast booth, live on IMSA Radio around the world, also on IMSA TV, and of course on YouTube as part of our Porsche Sports Car Together Festival broadcast this Super Saturday. We've had rain today, it's dried mostly. There's a few little puddles in the pit lane. We have 33 of the 35 starters to get underway and here's how they will line up for the first of two races this weekend. In 33rd position, Grady Willingham for Goldcrest Motorsport. 32nd is Craig Conway for Irish Mike's Racing. 
Uh, on the 31st position, John Getz, championship contender in M Am, and he'll have alongside him uh, Jeff Myshak uh, in the number 29. In 29th, Tom Collingwood for BGB, 28th, Richard Edge for ACI Motorsports. Uh, then the next row back, it's Bill Smith back to uh, back to health and hopefully back to form in the bright orange number 42 top racing Kung Fu lounge car. Uh, on the 13th row of the grid, Joe Lombardo is back in the championship. He picks and chooses his races. The Kelly Moss racing driver in the 92 finds himself in 26th position. On the inside of that 13 row, Kyle Washington in the yellow and blue GMG racing number 32. On the 12th row of the grid, Mark Kawami for MDK Motorsports has Irish Mike's racing Connor Flynn for company. And then on the 11th row, Jeff Gordon for Hendrick Performance Group. Yes, that Jeff Gordon making his competition return after 10 years away and 22 years plus from being uh, alongside his former crew chief and championship winning crew chief, Ray Evanham, who's running the car's car this weekend for Hendrick's Performance Group. Alongside Jeff is, is another Jeff, Jeff Morsing for top racing. Uh, and then in 20th position, Mark Holcomb in the mystery machine, Goldcrest Motorsport number 55. Uh, on the ninth row of the grid, Adam Adelson has given up his number 24 and he'll run 120 for Premier Racing. He's got Marco Cironi, fine form Marco, coming into this weekend in the 84 for Mark Motors Racing. Ahead of them, Kurt Swearing, and it's on the inside uh, of the next row forward for ACI Motorsport with PJ Hyatt for company. Alan Metney, the number 99 i5 Caddyfrost racing car, is in 15th position. And on the seventh row of the grid, it's Efren Castro on the inside. The black and purple Kelly Moss racing number 65 has Veron Chokski in the red, white, and black right motorsport number 13. Heading into the top dozen now, and it's Dimitri Dramakos in 11th position for the black and red 311 RS Motorsport number 11. Michael McCann for McCann Racing is his company in 12th position. Into the top 10, TJ Fisher for top racing is in 9th. Grant Tolke for ACI Motorsports in 10th position. Fourth row of the grid, Travis Wiley on the inside for top racing. Michael McCarthy for Kelly Moss Racing uh, with the lavender or purple uh, flashes on the front and rear of his number 7 car for Kelly Moss Racing. They're all white and green, those cars, uh, for Kelly Moss. Let's move into the top six. Trenton Estep for MDK Motorsports, cracking run of form for Trenton in the number six has Lee Keane in the other 311 RS Motorsport machine for company in sixth position the number 12 car is the red with the black cross on the hood of the car then into the top two rows of the grid. They were all into the pros, of course, for a long time. Matty Graham sits on the outside of row four. The man from Stamfordham in Northumberland for MDK Motorsport has Riley Dickinson in Kelly Moss Road and Race number three. Uh, that is the number 53 car. At the front of the grid, it's Kai Van Berlo on the outside of the front row for Kelly Moss Road and Race. And Parker Thompson has the pole for JDX Racing in the Shell Tap Up Sergi car in pole position for this first race. Single qualifying session, the first of their quick laps will set the has set the grid for this particular machine, whereas the second quickest lap will go through to set the grid for tomorrow's race. All slick tyres have been chosen. The 
Porsche 911 Turbo S safety car leads them through the Michelin uh, gate to leave the pit lane. That's the RFID reader, the RFID chips implanted in all of Michelin's racing tyres to keep a good handle on who is doing what to who. Do notice that one or two of the drivers are weaving out of the way of the wet patches in the pit lane trying to get some heat into the tyres so this the championship season comes down to its last four races it is now go time mistakes now will cost a pretty penny when it comes down to the end of the season We're on the 14 corner, 2.43 mile circuit. Last year here, we actually ran with the carousel, which adds a little bit of track distance. Today, we are going straight through five and six. Uh, instead of cutting off and then coming back on just where the safety car has passed now, actually. That makes it a much longer run out of turn six down towards turn seven and a potential overtaking manoeuvre. Hot spots are going to be down at turn one as we run the wrong way, of course, down the classic uh, Indianapolis front straight into turn seven at the end of that middle straight. Uh, and then again into turn 12 as you come down off the banking uh, just before you turn right back onto the infield. Essential corner, well, that's turn 13 because it is acceleration all the way through 14 onto the start-finish line and heading down into that braking area at turn number one. I'm delighted to say that the conditions have started to play ball and also to welcome to our global broadcast centre, Sean Sammy, who is alongside me. Now, he is the voice of the a Porsche Sprint Challenge here in the USA and we've been sort of helping each other out this weekend. Could not have better conditions, Sean, for this one and no. I'm really excited. The gaps in qualifying were minuscule. Yeah, they absolutely were. And, and, and to just step back a minute, you said, you know, this is uh, Porsche's uh, sports car Together Fest and uh, I, I couldn't have been more happier to be together with you, John, and doing this and being a part of uh, having you part of uh, my, my series with... Uh, Sprint Challenge and being a part of your series as well with this. And you're right, the times uh, and the gaps in qualifying are just absolutely mind-blowing. And uh, I've had a real joy just watching how this goes. It was point zero zero seven between Thompson and Van Berlo. That's what Thompson had in hand to take the pole position. I don't think there's 0.007 of a foot between them at the moment. They're really leaning in on each other as we wait for the green flag, which is in the air now, and Raven waving and through immediately across the yard of bricks for this fantastic grid of cars. A really good start for Parker Thompson in the JDX Racing. Porsche tap up, and there was a wee tap there as well between Van Berlo, the championship leader, and through comes Dickinson from the second row. Riley Dickinson sneaks through there on his teammate from the Kelly Moss Road and Race. So Dickinson with the orange accoutrement on the front and rear goes through. So it's nine Thompson from 53 in second place so the man on the inside of the second row got the best of that there was a wee bit of tapping going on 
lights flashing in the background. That's Matty Graham, the man from Northumberland, Stamford, in the MDX racing car. He's been getting very much quicker as the weekend has gone on. Come up through a pretty standard route of karting back in the UK. Did some Porsche Carrera Cup in the UK back in 2020. And, uh, this is by far the biggest challenge he's had so far. Three wide as the third of the Kelly Moss racing cars. Michael McCarthy with the lavender flashes on the front and rear is defending and manages to hold on to what's that fifth position, sixth position now as the top racing check that the 311 RS car of Dimi DeMarcos was right in the mix there it looks like they're side by side coming onto the start finish straight top three go across the line to complete the first lap Thompson then Dickinson Van Berlo Estep then it's Michael McCarthy then Mackie Green Lee Keane Wiley Travis Dimitri DeMarcos Michael McCann at top ten and they went through quicker than I could read them out as they went across the line Michael McCarthy went wide into turn one but I think he was ushered off there slightly by Matty Graham so those two might be dropping a little bit of ground Lee Keane under pressure as well there my goodness me Sean this is the sort of racing we were expecting from seeing the, t- the times it's it's basically like lighting a firework it's it all gone off early yeah, you know and right off the bat a couple of cars got turned around in turn one of lap one there they were able to get going on their power and immediately it was just an explosion of everyone's looking very very racy right off the bat and as you saw there Michael McCarthy getting a little bit of assistance a little tap a little here and there uh, we said earlier on today not making a lot of friends not on purpose but uh, dad likes that and so a lot of little bit of Rubens racing putting the elbows up. That's okay for the young man. Because right now we see the 23 off. Uh, I don't know if that was under his own power. Now that's a pro-am driver of uh, PJ Hyatt. Hyatt. Yeah, PJ Hyatt has gone around. Two cars that had the problem earlier on, by the way. Joel Lombardo and Kyle Washington are right at the back of the pack. Meantime, side by side for the lead as they come back on to the banking. And to complete another lap for a moment, it looked like Riley Dickinson might get the advantage. They drop to the middle and now towards the pit wall. Right in behind them, Kai van Berlo, championship leader. Surely he can't have another bad weekend as he did here last year at the IMS top four together the leader this time goes a little bit long just slightly late on the brakes there and here comes Van Berlo on his teammate Dickinson and sitting in behind there Trenton Estep who's the man who comes in with the form at the moment Thompson Dickinson Van Berlo Estep Matty Graham just a little bit further back in the great that's the MDK Motorsports he's uh, just in the two MDK cars sitting in fourth and fifth position at the moment then as we get back to the red car with the white cross on the hood that is Lee King for 311 RS sorry go ahead you you can't take anything away from Thompson he felt that pressure how do you not feel that pressure going into turn one right there obviously he's a competitor that's out here that can win this race and it has nothing no plans other than taking home a, a sweet sweet victory here but when you've got that team behind you of Kelly Moss Road Race pushing that early on, you're going to be forced to make mistakes at times. And uh, it's just a matter of right now just trying to settle in. First couple laps, very, very racy. And uh, I'm curious to see, are we going to continue this pace, this aggressiveness with one another? Or is everyone going to settle in a little bit? Time's going to tell. Uh, the answer is no, no one's settling <laughs> Okay, As I was saying, I'm like, that's a foolish thing to say. Expect that for the next 35 minutes and 30-odd seconds. It was a 40-minute uh, clock that we set on this at the start. Let's quickly check the other classes. There are three classes. The silver 
coloured uh, wing end plates and mirrors of the pro class, the blue are pro, Armin Efren Castro is in a very creditable 10th position in the 65 car for Kelly Moss Racing ahead of Kurt Swearingen in the uh, number 17, that's the black and green car in pro, our Mark Kawami for MTK Motorsports has Jeff Gordon right up his tailpipes and just going off at turn one I'll check that in a moment. It was one of the GT Silver cars, but it wasn't Jeff Gordon because he's got black on his. Mark Kwame leads Am from Bill Smith in second and John Getz in third. So that's your three championship contenders in first, second and third in Am as well. 24, Jeff Gordon uh, started uh, in just on the uh, top of the top 20. He's in 22nd position at the moment and 15th in class. He's got Mark Kwame ahead of him. He goes side by side with the number 92. That could be a pass for position. Yes, it is. He's gone through. That's a nice piece of driving. And you got to think for Jeff Gordon out here. You know, he wants to go out here and compete as much as he can, but he's smart, and he's going to be respectful. Uh, there's drivers out here that are racing for championships, racing for points, trying to do the best they can, uh, and, and try to better themselves in their career. Jeff wants to go out there and put in the best performance he can, but I doubt he's willing to go out there and just ruin other people's hopes and dreams that are racing the entire series here with only two weekends left to go in the Carrera Cup. Uh, the only time that Jeff told me uh, yesterday that has driven here before is in 2003 when he did a Mobile One driver swap with Formula One driver uh, Juan Pablo Montoya. Uh, they both swapped into each other's cars. I actually remember uh, doing that on Mobile One The Grid back all of those years ago and doing the voiceover for that. And they both did rather well, actually. Jeff Gordon in the F1 car and JPM in the cup car that is, the, as you can imagine they had a lot of fun doing that, that as well that's it quite a combination said. those two drivers and you oh. think of everything Jeff Gordon's done and what Juan Pablo's done yeah. from, uh, from, from racing all over uh, in Australia and uh, of course you know, numerous different series here in the States uh, he's done it all those two drivers together and that's quite a fun team Canadian Parker Thompson leads out for GTX Racing as they turn sharp right back onto the infield at turn 12 with 33 minutes left to go. They were full of racing fuel when they set off. Uh, the, there's been a bit of uh, tactics played with who's using what tyres in the qualifying sessions session earlier on. Quite a few of the leading runners used two sets, two full sets of brand new sticker Michelin tyres. So they will be managing their sets and making sure they've got good rubber for tomorrow. It's not an infinite resource in the Porsche Carrera Cup North America presented by Visit Cayman Islands. So Thompson, Dickinson, Van Burlow, championship contenders all. Just talking earlier on about the possibility of the Porsche young driver shootout going to someone from this championship, the American championship. It's never happened before. This year, I think, with the drivers who are in contention Estep from Burlow, Thompson and Dickinson. A little bit of an outside shot for Riley now, but any of those went forward to represent this championship in the shootout at the end of the year. They'd have a really good crack at being taken on as a Porsche junior driver. And Porsche Motorsport North America recognising the fact that they will have to do that shootout in a non-ABS version of this cup car throwing an extra $40,000 into the pot for whoever goes to make that challenge in terms of a testing budget to get them up to speed. Same tyres now, of course, with Michelin uh, being the tyre supplier 
across this series and the other Carrera Cup and Super Cup championship around the world. So that's not so much of an issue, but really good opportunity for these youngsters. Kurt Swearinger, the 17, coming on to the top of the finish, start finish straight. And this is the battle in Pro-Am. Efren Castro in the blackened purple car goes across the line in 12th, Swearingen in 13th, and ahead of them is Michael McCann and Vern Chossi is directly ahead of them. This pro-am battle, well, Efren Castro, Sean, has, has really been taking his opportunities in the last few races, and he's looked pretty pretty settled here this weekend. Well, you know, and it's no big surprise to see uh, Castro and uh, Swearington, both of them from practice one all the way on through. Uh, have had some uh, absolute hits of brilliance here uh, at Indianapolis Motor Speedway this year for 2022 together fast and uh, you know Castro uh, out in front right now it's where he wants to be I would imagine as well as, as this race rolls on here with over a half an hour left to go here if we continue on and I don't want to jinx us we continue on in racing under green uh, they're going to start getting into some lap traffic as well Efron Castro out in front is he going to have a great race this Swearington absolutely is I think he can stay there. Uh, I think he knows what it's like. He, he's been under pressure like this before. Uh, he's been a top runner in this class for a while now. And uh, I think it's just a matter of uh, as the race rolls on, maybe we'll get into some lap competitors and things like that. But I think Efren Castro has what he needs. And I think he's concentrating more on running farther up into the pro class than Swearington is behind him. Yeah, Efren won the first two races here last year. Kurt Swearingen uh, won the third race in the Pro-Am categories. I think the lead three are being caught. Trent and Estep just sitting off the lead three. He's been closed down by Matty Graham, the young Northumbrian in the MDK car. Yeah, they, those two are nearly together now. It's been a good weekend by Matthew for MDK Motorsports. First time in a uh, 992, raced in 2020, as I said, in uh, Carrera Cup U, uh, GB, but of course they only got the 992s this year. This championship, one of only five that uh, debuted the new 992 Carrera Cup car last year. Super Cup, obviously. Uh, we had Carrera Cup Asia, Germany to Carrera Cup Deutschland as well. How many is that? One, two, three, four. And it was Benelux was the other championship that got the 992 for the first year. So at the moment, Trent Estep is as much looking in his mirrors as he is looking ahead with the relatively unknown quantity of Matty Graham for MTK Motorsports right in his wheel traps and having the temerity to flash the lights there yeah. on Trenton Estep three time winner this season already how impressive is it, is it that MDK coming into the series like this not just this series but others as well and right out of the box being so extremely competitive uh, I mean, that's such an effort to put together, uh, to have that whole MDK family come together from from uh, all of your technicians and your engineers and everyone to come together and right off the bat be winning racing races and doing so well. Uh, that's not an easy effort. And then on top of it, the uh, you know the, the leader, the, the captain, the colonel, if you will, the sergeant, Marquami, uh, also out there racing and racing for his own championship as well in, in, uh, in our AM class. Uh, MDK uh, Motorsports just really, really impressive in 2022. The future is very bright for them. 
top five now almost as one as that Porsche in the colours of Shell tap up the number nine car Look, not really taking a defensive line no. here so he's not Dickinson's right there but clearly to me Sean Parker Thompson the Canadian in the lead car from pole position he's not feeling that much pressure because he's not defending look at him now he's, he's right on the racing line let's see if he moves over to his right and covers the inside didn't feel the need to there at no. all going down into turn one so he's feeling comfortable I'm wondering if his team early on I think it was the second or third lap going into turn one right there as we just saw uh, a few laps ago he almost made a bit of a mistake ran a little bit long I wonder if his team said hey listen man you got this just calm down you know just relax and, uh, and, and maybe he kind of after that mistake which could have been huge uh, he just had to kind of reset the buttons a little bit here. Uh, I think, as you said the other day, a little control alt delete or something of that matter. Just calm down here and, uh, and, and just run his own race. It seems to be working quite well. I, uh, I misspoke, by the way. Matty Graham um, hasn't raced the 992 here in the US in this championship before. He has been competing in Carrera Cup GP this year with Redline and indeed has won three races so far for the Redline team. So he knows the car. He's had to learn this circuit, and he's right among the lead drivers here who've been battling the championship all year. Bill Smith back in the 42, second position in that bright orange Kung Fu lounge car. He's chasing the black and GT silver car with the yellow mirrors. That is Mark Kawami, who at the moment is around about four seconds ahead of Bill. Nice to see you back, Bill. I don't know why I'm saying that. He can't hear me in the car, but <laughs> when, he, when he wasn't racing at Road America, we did say, sorry to hear about your injury. Hope you're back soon. Um, I'm sure we'll be watching this back later. Let's check in on some of the other battles. A little bit way further down the field. The number 81 having a cracking trap. It's a green and black car as it comes across the line now. And in behind is Jeff Morsing in the 56. So they're battling for positions at 15th and 16th. Grant Tolki, by the way, in that green car. Sorry. Grant Tolki, a past champion in what would have been the gold class in 2021. It's a challenge. Uh, now moving up to Carrera Cup. And being honest, saying, hey, man, it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big step to move up in the Carrera Cup and run well. And, uh, and he was completely honest. He was on the podium at Road America um, for Sprint Challenge a few weeks ago, probably about a month ago. And uh, as I was interviewing, he told me straight up, he's like, Sean, I tell you, it feels good to be back up on top right here because uh, it has been a very fast learning curve. And that's coming from a guy that can really drive a race car. He yeah. is no slouch whatsoever. But then again, as I've been learning this weekend, the gap in times from these top competitors is so minute that uh, every little bit makes a massive difference. You talk about the 1% advantage and, or disadvantage as Travis Wiley's on his own in the Apex Capital car uh, at the moment as he comes back on to the start-finish straight here in the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We're coming down towards half distance in a lap or two's time. You talk about those 1% differences. In qualifying, it was a 85-second lap and the gap between first and second was 0 0.007 of a second. Not 0.7. Right. Not 0 0.07. 0 0.007 of a second. On 85 seconds of a lap, 
2.4 miles and 14 corners. Now, somebody else can do the arithmetic on that and, uh, and let us know uh, here uh, at uh, RSL underscore studio or at IMSA radio and, and work out what percentage that is. You make a small mistake in these races, these 40-minute races, not only are you not going to win, you're not going to get on the podium, Sean. Right, absolutely, it, 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 and it certainly shows. And that's us saying, you know, we got a lot of competitors that are just top dogs coming into this, and uh, it's a very fast learning curve, and there is no opportunity or no chance to be making any mistakes here if you want to be a winner uh, here in uh, the Carrera Cup. It's just outrageous how tight the competition is, and uh, that's not just by the drivers, it's the teams and everyone involved. A bit of breaking news on the championship, and Bill Smith is in the pit lane. In the number 42, the top racing bright orange car, he's not come past us. And I'm craning my leg to look down to the left-hand side to see if I can see that bright orange car. There he there is. He is. So now, that was a quickish stop. I think they might have just changed one tyre. Let's see if he goes out through the RFID readers. He's just avoiding the damper patches in the pit lane. Yes, he's going back out on the track, and that's smart because he needs to pick up as many points as he can if he's going to continue to challenge when we get to Road Atlanta for the final two rounds. Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta as part of Matul Patilamon, of course, uh, in the last weekend of September, first weekend of October. We'll have those races for you live as part of our coverage on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV. Now, back to the front of the field. Parker Thompson must be sick of seeing the front of that 53. And Riley Dickinson will, <laughs> will know every decal, sticker and part number from the back of Parker Thompson's car, that JDX car. He's been sitting in there since uh, the start of lap two when he... Uh, start of lap one, actually, when he nipped past his teammate, Kai Van Berlo, who started on the front row. It's not a disaster for the Dutchman in third. He's got his two closest two of his uh, closest competitors in sight and the key thing is to have a car that can to be able to race with tomorrow oh safety car's wow, out safety car is coming out safety car is out so the bright red the guards red turbo s is on to the pit apron and out in front of parker thompson now, who are we missing? I think it's I think it's the number 29, Jeffrey Myshak, Goldcrest Motorsports car, that has gone missing. Let me just check to see if he comes through. No, he has not. So Jeff, who was sitting in fourth position in the AM category, has come to a stop out on the circuit and requires recovering. Bad news for Jeff, good news for Bill Smith, who then, as he will come around this time, will get back up into third place in the, uh, check that, fourth place in the arm class. Now, and I tell you, not, not that's so bad news off? for Kai Van Berlo either, because he started off up front and then back into third right now, but now with a restart. Gets another chance. Yeah, gets another chance at it, so... Uh, you know, one you know one driver may uh, be not happy about one thing, but the other is. And right now, if you are, if you're Thompson, you're like, oh man, bummer. I'm out in front now. I don't need that additional pressure. But if you're Dickinson or Van Brulu, uh or Eastap, you're like, yes, okay, uh, maybe this is something I can work with. So that is, I think, yeah, that that's coming out of uh, turn ten. 
that Jeff's ended up facing the wrong direction in the gravel. That's an odd place. So it, it, nine it into ten to be ended up in the wrong direction, facing the wrong direction and in the gravel. There may have been some outside assistance there, is all I'd say. Wait to see what race control say on that one. And that gravel's out there a little bit on turn Yeah, it time. is, exactly. That, yeah, that's my not, point. It's not like he didn't just step off the track. It's out there quite a bit. And uh, so I think you might be right at me very possible uh, had some little assistance getting out there. So Riley Dickinson has the fastest lap, uh, which will gain him championship point there uh, for the pro. Uh, Efren Castro leading pro-arm has their fastest lap, and Mark Kwame leading their class is... Uh, in the arm category has his fastest lap 126.331 the fastest lap for Dickinson 27.8 for Castro in Pro-Arm and 28.8 for Mark Kuami. Kelly Moss road and race that was Victoria down in the pit lane just keeping up with everything that is going on with all of their drivers drivers in every class for Kelly Moss uh, Kelly Moss road and race uh, uh just an outrageously talented and good team um, from all the different series that they're involved with and as you said running numerous different classes as well but uh, what an absolute powerhouse uh, they are as far as just putting out some of the best products and breeding some uh, extremely talented young drivers and have been for a long time this is not going to be the work of a moment to remove that car from the gravel and I see the leading cars weaving left to right that will be as much to keep the tyres clean as to keep the heat into the Michelin slicks uh, there's two trains of thought on weaving around to, to warm up your tyres one, it's absolutely the best thing to do and two, it makes no difference at all and, and, I, and I honestly, I've, I've spoken to racing drivers who are uh, absolutely in the it makes no difference at all camp. Cleaning the tyres, yes, cleaning the surface of the tyres. Um, a number of drivers will tell you that it's much better to accelerate and then brake hard. Accelerate and then brake hard and use the, uh, use the heat generated from the brake rotors to then come up through the racing wheel into the tyres. And that wheel will help hold some of that heat as well. Yes, correct. Yep, absolutely. Well, you know, sometimes, and, I, and I'm just kind of, maybe I'm making this up, but I've always felt at times, you know, especially in road course racing, uh, the drivers might do just keep themselves loose a little bit as well. That's a good point. Um, I mean, even if you do it on your road car, in fairness, if it, look, we're a Porsche sports car together festival. Tyre pressure uh, sensors and monitors are uh, something of... Uh, uh, relatively new technology uh, in uh, road cars. Race cars have had them for, for quite a long time. The latest Porsche 992s have a temperature uh, and a pressure sensor. If you keep leaning on one side of the car going through a number of traffic circles, for example, yeah. um, and, and you're leaning on... So obviously in the UK, we drive on the left-hand side of the road, so most of your traffic circles, you're going left, then the long centrepiece is the right-hander, yep. and then left again. So your left front... You can see that go up a, a, a little bit of pressure and temperature into it. So, we so let's see if it. we can work out uh, what happened to Jeff Myshak. And well, oh, he was on his own. On his own. He That's was a weird on his own. Spot. 
That is a very that's I mean, strange. That's a very strange spot how that happened. He got well over halfway around turn ten. That he was heading towards turn eleven. He just sort of disappeared, stage left backwards. Yeah, and uh, it, it didn't look like he had any assistance. No, there. that happened uh, all on his. I'd own. agree. I'd agree. Wow. So Jeff's made it back to the pits, and they're having a look at the left rear. So maybe there was a little issue there that caused that rotation. So I think there's something in both of that. As I say, you can see your, your pressures and your temperatures go up if you're leaning on the cars. Sure. Uh, Tyres, a little bit of sideways flick there, all karting style for Parker Thompson, trying to keep the heat in his tyres. I am noticing that the front of these cars, all of these cars, as the safety car lights have gone off, by the way, are not as clean as before. So there is still a little bit of spray and dirt coming up sure. from the track after the rain we had earlier on. Now, stand by for the restart. Just going to be about 14 minutes to go as Jeff Myshak is leaving the pit lane in front of us. The Turbo S 911 will pull out of the way and leave the field under the control of Parker Thompson for JDX Racing. He's got a clean front end of the car because there's nobody been in front of him other than that safety car. He's backed them all up. Coming to the restart zone at 14. Gets his foot down. One, two cars lengths between him and Riley Dickinson. That's a nice restart by the Canadian and JDX racing car. And the top four space out just a little bit. Maybe Trent Nestep has a chance down at turn one. Dives oh. to the inside and gets covered. Oh, Kai Van Berlo, was there a touch there? That's a huge defensive chop there. Wow. A big block thrown by Van Berlo. Now, moving in reaction to another competitor here in the US is really frowned upon, and race control will be looking at that. That, that was, was a, huge. That was a big reactive move there, Sean, for me. A couple different things here. I mean, uh, Thompson's restart textbook. Yeah, absolutely totally. textbook. And then uh, that reaction from another competitor there, as we're going to take a look at it right here. Watch this. Whoa. Yeah, he goes, and I think there's a touch there. Estep had to check right up. My, meanwhile, behind Lee Keane made up a couple of places in the 311 RS, uh, the bright red car with the white cross on the front of it. And he's now up into, I think, eighth position, maybe a little bit, even a bit further up the field. Uh, he was uh, certainly pushing on. Vadon Choksi goes ahead of Michael McCann as well. And uh, that was a position made up. And Grant Tolkien goes ahead of Efren Castro as they went across the line. Now that's going to be a race. We, we've seen this race before in other series as well with Tolkien and uh, Castro. But the difference is, Castro, is it, did he let him go? Tolkien's in the pro class. Castro's in the pro-am. They want to beat one another just because it's just bragging rights. You know, they're, they're, they're two guys that you do see off the track talking to each other, and they seem to get along. But uh, Grant Talkie right there moving up, now sitting in the 12th spot in the pro class and 12th overall behind him, Efron Castro, number one in the pro-am class. TJ Fisher, he's the buffer in between that and uh, Castro and Swearington right now. That's a good buffer to have, TJ Fisher. He's quick, and uh, that's someone who it's going to help Castro a little bit. And then, uh, of course, then we get down into uh, Adelson. He is by, back a little bit. He is in 14th spot right now. That's the 120, normally running the 24. But uh, as we talked earlier today, uh, Jeff Gordon here is a 24. And Adelson, uh, the gambler, he was more than happy to relinquish that number to Jeff Gordon. Castro then in the 65. With a little bit of dirt on the front and the side of those cars. These guys are pushing the limits all the way to 
Mr. Roger Penske's immaculately manicured grass. The greens keeper at the golf course, which is part of this facility, has been given the responsibility of looking after the green areas on the infield here. Since the takeover by Roger Penske and the Penske Group, my goodness, what a job he's done. Absolutely. It is literally like racing through a country park at the moment. Beautifully manicured lawns. Leaders across the line, Thompson, Dickinson, Van Berlo, as quick as you like. Then Estep, just a little bit further back now. He's fallen into the clutches of uh, young Matty Graham. Diving to the outside, Dimitri Marcos has a look down the outside of Travis Wiley, drops back in. It's, it is doable at turn one if you get the overlap into turn one on driver's left and come all the way around the outside, you get the inside line for turn two. If, but you have to have cooperation from the guy that you're passing. And if you're going to make that pass in turn one, not only cooperation, but 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 have to be superb. Yeah. to set you up for that. It's Correct. not a matter if you come out of 14, get on the front stretch and say, okay, oh, I'm going to pass now. You need to be setting that up all around and be absolutely perfect right on the money. And then, as you said, John, uh, a little assistance from the person you're trying to pass isn't going to help anyone or hurt anyone either. Now, Efren Castro has put TJ Fisher between himself and second-place pro-arm driver Kurt Swearing for ACI Motorsports. Then it's Adam Adelson between Kurt and Alan Metney. But Alan uh, has... Uh, got Jeff Mosing and Marco Cerrone right behind him in the arm category. Mark Ruami, PJ Hines just gone past Mark, and that means Joe Lam Lombardo is not that far behind and has no cars between him and his class leader. Joe won one of the races here last year. John Gertz is the next car up through the three arm class, first, second, and third running cars, 24th, 25th, and 26th. Now, I've got a proper battle, Bill Smith. Uh, back with us again in that 42 car. Always an easy one to pick up. That bright orange, that opal fruit orange. For those of you with long memories of confectionery that tasted like flavoured plastic. <laughs> Across the line, he comes down into turn number one. Thompson with a scant three and a half tenths at the head of the field. Riley Dickinson still with the best lap of the race in Pro 126. 3 3 1. There's nothing between these guys. In fact, if anything, Riley Dickinson just closed in a tiny bit on the leader last time around. We're talking about three or four tenths, but that's all. Joel Lombardo in the white car with the black and red stripes on the left side and the black car with the white and red stripes on the right-hand side. As my father, who was a police officer for most of his life and God rest his soul, would have said, it's not pretty, but it confuses the witnesses. <laughs> and there we are. Looking very good, the 92 looking great. We've got some great racing all the way through all of our classes. Those of you just turning in now, of course, we have three different classes out here. We've got our pros, our pro-amps, and our amateurs as well as we get back on front here with uh, Parker Thompson, Dickinson, and Kay, or Kai Van Berlu right out there. They are having a great battle. By the lap times, they are very close to one another. Best lap so far is a 126.505 for Thompson with a 126.331. Uh, for Dickinson with Van Berlu with a 126.463. Uh, still very close. Not as close as what we've seen in some of our qualifying sessions and things. But these guys are right on top of one another, John. It's very, very impressive how these guys push each other right from start to finish. 
Uh, Bill Smith has been passed by Grady Willingham at last time around in the battle for fourth and fifth in the AM category. So we'll keep an eye on Bill's car to see if he's having any problems. Top three are broken away a little bit from Estep. And I just wonder if there's a little bit of damage on the left front of Estep's car when he went for that overtake and uh, was really repelled with a swoop across the nose uh, of his MDK Motorsports number six. It Porsche. definitely seemed like there was contact. Uh, it was just that little wiggle uh, that you saw and, and almost a little jump sideways. I, I, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't massive. No. I'm not saying that it, you know, it's knocked anything out of true, but it was uh, rear right of Van Berlo to front left as Kai swept across to defend his position into turn one. I think that was, you know, it was just kind of a, a reaction mm. to it, but not the right one. You've got to be so careful, particularly at the speeds these cars are going well up over 165 miles an hour from second gear out of uh, turn 12 into 13, accelerating in that space of time through 14 and before you break, nearly 170 miles an hour in these 4-litre flat 6, 510 or so horsepower cars, normally aspirated. Beautiful sound to these engines, long live these flat six four litres. Porsche have got two flat six four litres in their street cars. You can get this engine in the GT3 and the GT3 Touring. Uh, there's also the four litre, the other four litre engine, normally aspirated, that's in the 718 uh, GTS 4.0s. That's a, a derivation of the 2.9 twin turbo. It's taken out the four litre with no turbos on it. And John, we've got to mention as well, though, it's not just the almost 170 miles an hour. It's over 100 miles an hour difference. Going out of oh, yeah. 13, they're around, you know, mid-60s, 67, 68 miles an hour to almost 170 and back down to 68, 69 miles an hour in turn one. That's yeah. a massive change. And then we see uh, similarities to, to that again coming out of five straight through six, staying flat, digging all the way down into seven. Not quite the top speed we're seeing on the front stretch, but once again, a massive jump in speed with massive braking as well. There's nothing simple about getting around this 2.439 mile course. 25 points for the winner of both of these races. Another two sets of 25 in the final two races, plus the fastest lap and pole position points. Maximum you can get over a weekend is 56 points, so there are 112 remaining on the season. So that actually means that there's quite a lot of drivers still in the championship hunt but realistically it would mean that the guys ahead of quite a lot of them would have to have an absolute horror of a weekend but three of the contenders are out front at the moment in the pro class Thompson, Dickinson, Van Berlo, JDX versus two Kelly Moss racing cars don't expect necessarily those Kelly Moss racing cars to work as a team because both Riley Dickinson and Kai Van Berlo want to win no. the championship. Matt Holcomb's gone around in the mystery machine with his the portrait of his dog on the hood. So that isn't Scooby-Doo on the front, but it does have a passing resemblance. <laughs> and that dog was here uh, last year and often does come to the racetracks. Matt's uh, carrying that mystery machine uh, livery for the last season or so. So Parker Thompson trying to get once again into the battle. Oh, that was oh, a big wow. early lose. I guess so. For 
the number 55. All on his lonesome. And just really early into that, that I just was lost that, it. Was that 12 or was that 1? I find it really hard I, to tell. I think it was 12. I, I believe that was 12. Yeah, that I was think 12. so. And we, we, we've seen a fair amount of that, but not as much as we have as one. But, yeah, I believe that was 12. And that was, uh, that was coming around on him very early on. Uh, the second one in this race where we've seen things happen a little funky, uh, a little sooner than they should have. As you see right now, still looking at our leaders, Kelly Moss Road Race right there, second and third. That's Dickinson and Van Berlue, uh, two of them. Uh, oh, they're this. working together. I wouldn't necessarily say that. They're both chasing down the leader. Neither one of them want to be third. They both want to be first. Oh, Kai wow. Van Berlo around the outside of turn seven to get the inside for eight and nine. Can he make that one stick? No, he can't. He oh. drops back in. And this is great news for Parker Thompson. Wow. Oh, he's got really put it in there. Stuffs it into the right-hand door of Riley Dickinson. Well, walking a tightrope. Kai Van wow. Berlo, the championship leader, feeling the pressure. They're both pointing in the right direction. The team hoping that they'll both come through this. Now, how's that going to be viewed by race control? Thompson loves this. He's pulled out a second and a half. And that's Matt Graham. Matty Graham's now up into fourth position ahead of Trent and Estep. So Estep's pace just falling off since that little rub on the run down to turn one. This all started going into seven. Van Berlo... With the, without the orange stripe on the front of his car, thinks he's going to make it. Drops in at eight and nine. And then, wow, down the inside to turn ten. That's not really an overtaking manoeuvre. I'm not even going to say that was a bump and run. It certainly wasn't a gentleman's excuse me. That was just stick your nose in and hope for the best there. I, I'd have to agree with you, and I wouldn't want to be in race control. But at the same time, you got to think we're down at that time. We're just over two minutes left to go. Uh, he felt as though that, you know, he's got an opportunity to win this race, maybe. And, yeah, they're teammates. I get that. Was it uh, the cleanest pass? Absolutely not. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when you're chasing down a championship and you're chasing down a win here in Indianapolis Motor Speedway at the biggest place you want to win races here in the United States, uh, you know what? Call me crazy, but I'd move someone out of the way, too. No well, doubt about now, it. Now, here's another championship spoiler, potentially, as the number 91 of Matty Graham, Matthew Graham for MDK Motorsports. Porsche... Carrera Cup GB runner. They've got the 992 this year. He's had three wins for Redline. In the 91 Mosa Consulting car is right with the top three. A minute and two seconds to go. And the gap at the front is a little over two seconds. Look to our left-hand side as onto the front straight. Here is the shell tap of car. White flag. So two and a half miles, give or take. 2.439 if you want to be totally pedantic. <laughs> Across the line in second. Big slide going into turn one. A little bit of a squirrely moment for the second place. Kai Van Berlo in the number three car. Then Dickinson. Then Grimm. Then Estep. Then a gap back to Mike McCarthy. Then Lee Keane. Travis Wiley. Dimitri Demarcos. Vern Choksi in 10th position. Then Michael McCann and TJ Fisher for your top 12 All of the Pros in RMF with Castro. Ahead of Kurt Swearing, and they've had a race-long battle. There's two seconds between them now. Alan Metney looks like he's holding on to third in Pro-Am. And it's Mark Kawami from Joe Lombardo in second place. And John gets in third with Grady Willingham in fourth. Ahead of Bill Smith and Jeff Myshak, who had that incident that brought out the safety car earlier on. Half a lap to go for our leader. Can fat less than that. He's coming out of turn 10 now and into turn 11. And this is going to do... His championship aspirations, no harm at all. 
The no. gap to the leader of the championship was 16 points. He's going to take 25 for first place. And it looks like Kai Van Berlo's going to take the second position points coming through. If that stands, haven't seen anything from race control about any investigation for the weaving or the contact. And as we come through to complete the race, round 13 of Porsche Carrera Cup North America, presented by Cayman Islands, will go to Thompson from Van Berlo, the championship leader. We'll see his championship lead cut even further. Dickinson in third puts pressure on those ahead. Matthew Graham from the UK in fourth position, ahead of Estep and McCarthy in Keane. And in Pro-Am, Efren Castro. Well, that's a brilliant run for Efren who will close in a tad on Alan Metney. I tell you, another amazing run here, not just in our pro class, but in our pro-ams as well. And our amateurs, at, uh, once again, uh, the Porsche Career Cup uh, brought to you by VisitCaymanIslands.com has not disappointed uh, here at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, John, what an absolute joy Crocker. that race was with some great action right down to the very end. Some of it questionable, but I love that uh, the, the entertainment factor is sky high in this series. It's been like this all of the previous uh, 12 rounds, to be honest. Three rounds to the championship. They go one here tomorrow, and then we're off to Road Atlanta. Mission and Race, we're Road Atlanta as part of the Motul Patilamon weekend. The championship gap closes down by another handful of points. Riley Dickinson got the fastest lap. So Kai Van Berlo is feeling the pressure. I think we saw that in the way that he was driving there, if I'm honest, in that race. In Pro-Am, Castro ahead of swearing and Alan Metney in third position will hold on to his championship lead, but see it's slightly diminished. Mark Kawami has established a good championship lead and extends it, as Joe Lombardo was second, John gets in third position, so he'll hold on to second in that championship uh, as Bill Smith could only manage a fifth place behind Grady Willingham. Wow. I think I better take a breath now. I don't think I have for the last 40 minutes. Exciting stuff, undoubtedly. Great entertainment, great action. And Parker Thompson then with his uh, victory there to add to the 50 points two victories that he got at at the Road America round and that will be sweet, sweet music to JDX I've seen Jeremy Dale here this weekend but it's uh, Normally tries to get to the races. Harrison Bricks, his partner. Partner in crime for the racing. So let's uh, check the results then. Obviously, these are uh, pending post-race inspection. And JDX Racing take it ahead of the Kelly Moss du duo with Matty Graham coming across from Porsche Carrera Cup GP. Brilliant run from him in the third place from the young man from Stamfordham. In the classes, Efren Castro from Kurt Swearingen, 13th and 14th. Adam Adelson, having given up his 24th, fired up into 15th position.
Marco Cironi uh, down in fourth in the Pro-Am. And in Am, Mark Kwame in 23rd overall, ahead of Joe Lombardo and John Goats. And Jeff Gordon in 22nd position in his debut for Hendrick Performance Group in the Porsche Carrera Cup. Sadly, that does mean now that his 100% win record in IMSA competition has gone. Now it's only 50%. The only other time he's competed in IMSA competition was at the Rolex 24 Daytona, which, with along with his team, he won. Parker Thompson then. Wow. Wow. Is he finding momentum? Is he finding form? Is he finding confidence at exactly the right time of the season? His last three results would suggest so. And he is very, very happy indeed. And he gets to park the shell car in the famous pit lane. And please don't hurt your ankle when you jump off the roof of the car. That always worries me when they do that. Uh, I've seen backflips go horribly wrong from the window sides of cars. Well, the young Canadian then is really pressuring the Dutchman at the top of this very international championship. Kai van Berlo, though, consolidating himself into second place, will lose a couple of points there. Neither of those two got the point for fastest lap, though. That goes to Riley Dickinson for Kelly Moss. Road and race, uh, fourth place in the championship coming in at this weekend. Trent and Esther perhaps will be uh, the least happy about that. He was only down in fifth. Stand by for action. Let's hear from the winners. Hey, Sean. All right, here we are. Parker Thompson on top of the podium. What a way to start your day here at Together Fest. Congratulations on an amazing win. Well done, sir. Thank you very much. You know, my hats are off to the JDX racing crew. We didn't get to test here. I, uh, I tested with ACI Motorsports. They gave us uh, a little helping hand on our number nine car, but I can't thank Luke, my engineer, enough. That guy is an absolute rock star. The fact that we're going up against the teams we're going up yeah. and we can still put this number nine on the top step is a testament to everybody on this team. Jeremy Dale, uh, Luke, Larry, Daryl, my mechanic, and all our partners. We couldn't do this without Byers Porsche, Sergio IoT, Rainier Construction, Jersey Mike's is here supporting. Everybody's here for a home win. Congratulations. And I don't want to hold you up, but we need to kiss the bricks, my man. Yeah, we do. Let's get to it, Let's Parker. Let's give her. John Doonan, president of IMSA, congratulating our winner, Parker Thompson. And good to see some of his uh, competitors down there as well, making sure that they shook his hand. There's a real sense of camaraderie here. And Parker Thompson, uh, a young man who I think by his own admission, and I know I've talked to him about this on our midweek motorsport show over on uh, RadioLamont.com, has often said that he probably didn't take this seriously enough when he got the first opportunity to come into this championship. And he tried to combine it with still doing some, uh, some races in open wheel. He gets to kiss the bricks, not for the 500. But for the first of two rounds this weekend for Porsche Carrera Cup North America, presented by the Cayman Islands. And the championship feels even closer now than it did 40-odd minutes ago. We'll re-rack them and send them again tomorrow for the third-to-last race of the season. Another 25 points up for grabs at the 
front of the field and things are tightening up down to single digits now with Parker Thompson on a rich vein of form as is Efren Castro who's won Pro-Am and Mark Kwame who won the Am. Make sure you join Sean and myself uh, tomorrow for more live coverage on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV. Thanks to NASCAR Productions up in Charlotte and the guys and girls from Apex here at the circuit. I'm John Hindorf. Super Saturday has turned out to be exceptional. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.